King Kong delicious. Oh man, yeah, the guy. Oh man, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, Philip, let's go. Let's go. Let's let's start. Let's start. <clears throat> Don, right. I've been recording for 11 minutes. <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's start with a legend. Hmm. Now like I said, as your MC, ladies and gentlemen, Clive Chikubu is not just Chikubu is not just a surname that you you hear here and there. Chikubu means container. I'm half Shona, half Ndebele, which makes me colored. So I'm mixed. I'm mixed. So DJ, play me my music so that I dance for the audience. Yekumba Kwedu. Hey, we didn't get a chance to do a proper send-off for the man, the legend himself, Clive Chikubu, last week. It's only right that we do that today. Uh, we keep losing people and it's very sad and I'm, it makes me very upset. But yeah, the man, the legend, Clive Chigubu, a comedian extraordinaire who we haven't heard from from a long time. And then it was only a couple of weeks ago that we heard that he had been struggling with, um, I think it was cancer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I remember I saw that article and we were going to talk about it in an episode of the podcast. And then the news came out that he died. And that was, yeah, that was really sad. But if you've ever had the pleasure of seeing Clive live, <laughs> my man, it was one of the funniest people in Zimbabwe. Hilarious. Yeah. So I remember um, one of my favorite memories of Clive was he was emceeing a Tugu concert. And I had, and happened to be the pleasure of going backstage. So we, like in between, like, oh, like for the opening acts, and just in between stuff, we're just cracking jokes. Man, he was genuinely a good guy, man. Mm. Genuinely just a good, funny guy, man. <sighs> well, sad things, sad things. But, uh, y- you know, we keep hearing this news. And the sad thing is it's we're getting used to this news. But, yeah, uh, send off for a legend. Really sad to hear about that. And I hope his uh, friends and family are dealing with this uh, love and light which doesn't seem like enough, but it's all we can do, right? So, I mean, yeah. we, we could donate to this family or like address the serious dearth of cancer equipment that we have in the country and cancer treatment. But that, 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 we'll, we'll come back to that later because I've actually got a few depressing stories. Um, but let's let's start the show first. Let's start on a high note. We've got a few patrons in here. We had a few patrons in, in with us earlier. We've got a patron with us right now coming straight from his bathroom. Shout out to, shout out to, to Big Ben. Don't play. Big Ben was good. Was good. <laughs> right on. Good to be here. Thank you. I, 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 are you ready to see how the magic is made? Oh man, I've been waiting a long time for this. I'm like, I'm happy. To- tell, 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 tell the listeners just how smooth and flawless this whole process oh, is. Oh man, you just guys have no profession. idea. I just found out like uh, Danny is a brewmaster, and Phil is like a like a Michelin star chef with the pizza and toppings back there. It's awesome. Great mm-hmm. to be here. That's right. That's right. So we only have one question for you, Ben. Are you? I, I am good to go. <laughs> hold on. No, Ben. Hold are on. you? Hold on. Listen. Good to go. Good to go. Sound of the thing, Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let me hear a drum play. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
know, you know, you know. We got two weeks of pent up aggression. So season settle, season settle. A bad podcast in the land coming through your air metal. It's two broke twimbos. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. What's going on? It's your boy, Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford Wekumaraini, a.k.a. Denimbi Malifio Entertainment, a.k.a. Take me out of these streets. Because, you know... <laughs> no, seriously, take me out of these streets. I can't get home. There's no transport in the whole of Zimbabwe. It's a very difficult time right now. <laughs> and he's be. here with one and only the unmistakable, the unrefutable, the you will not what catch me fighting on a plainable. And you certainly won't catch me fighting on stageable. It's your boy Phil Chad, aka Flim Floss, the big boss, baby. Aka Pizza B. Aka Sexington Lovu. Aka Filthy Phil. Aka DJ Karat. Aka Filthy Phil. And of course, Shamori. Ditengreo Drinky. And I'll be back again. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, Dan. <laughs> It's just a tight, a tight production, a tight production. Tight like a toyga. Tight. It's just you didn't let you didn't let me finish with the AKA Akuna Mumendi Danimo. Oh. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. Um, there's so, going to be good news and bad news, but we're going to try to keep the energy high. Try to make sure you have mm, a good time. Mm, mm, um, ben, mm, you want to mm. introduce yourself there? Sure thing. Um, name's Ben. Um, Thanks, my guy. All right, let's keep <laughs> it moving. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, nah, name's Ben. I've been listening to the podcast a couple of years now. First time on, on the live recording. Just hanging out. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Long time listener, first time caller. We love it. Welcome. For those of you who are wondering, every now and again, periodically, we would like to include our patrons in the conversation. We have an exclusive patron group. Uh, you too can join that Patreon group simply by uh, going to twobroktumbles.com forward slash donate, giving us a Patreon subscription. Become a patron. We throw you in the WhatsApp group. We have great conversations, and sometimes we invite you to be part of the podcast recording. Ben is here. Your your takes will be requested, but we shall continue with the show as usual. Uh, as per mm. usual, let's start off by discussing um, last week's show. What was the name of yes. last week's show, Philip? <laughs> the last week's show was Crickets. Um, <laughs> no, okay, not sadly, last week's guys. show. The last show, all right. No, I think I think I think um, our listeners deserve to hear some some honesty. Um, yep. Frankly, guys, I was just not in a good mental space. I, I'm still not in a good mental space. Um, as, as you guys know, um, as part of Mental Wellness Mondays, part of it is just, you know, just dealing with some of the mental health issues that we affect, that we go through. And, uh, hey, Zimbabwe, I can Yeah, it's been tough. Um, also mainly because it's been so difficult to actually get the meds that, uh, I need to, to deal with my anxiety and depression. So currently, Dan, do, do you know I'm currently on a new regimen of anti seizure medication? Because uh, my doctors could not find any anti-anxiety meds, I still don't have any antidepressants. So at least I can watch flashing lights with no fear. But I still might be sad, and I still might be a little anxious. But you, so you know, you take what you can get in Zimbabwe. Do you know what's a really good name for anti-seizure medication? Hmm. Seizure settle, seizure settle. 
this is great for my depression. This is exactly what I needed to thank you, Dad. Thank You're you. Welcome. Like I, I, I have now lost all will to live. Thank you. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the goal. <laughs> uh, yeah. So our apologies last week. We weren't able to give you an episode, um, but we are back and that's what's important. I do want to throw your attention back to something we discussed in a couple of episodes ago, Philip. Real quick, just an update. Mm-hmm. Remember when we discussed my TT's 100,000 US dollar wedding? Indeed we did. Yes, 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 yes. Well, this week, newlywed bride, my TT was on V Candy's podcast. Shout out to Candid with Candy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is you it know, a podcast or is it a YouTube that's, I knew I was waiting. That's why I paused because I knew that was going to be your next comment. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I love V Candy. Shout out V Candy. V Candy's always given me some great looks on on Star FM whenever I need press. So she she's fam to me. But I'm just being honest. Like I'm giving her the agency to call whatever she's created by whatever name she chooses to call it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. on V Candy's podcast, my DT this week revealed that after that wedding, she is now broke. I what? After spending $100,000 on a wedding, she's now broke. This is a shocker. Ben, how are you responding to this breaking news? Did you see this coming? Because I did not. Absolutely not. I'm in total shock. What, what, what are we going to do about this? This is, this is a crisis. I mean, it's going to cause ben a is, baffle. And ben is watching Moon Knight right now and he's just hearing his name. He's just like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, we're going we're gonna to talk about the Moon Knight. We're going we're gonna to talk about the Moon Knight finale. I haven't we're watched gonna it. We're going to talk about it. We can't it. talk about it. I haven't watched uh, it. Yet. Uh, I, I watch it on weekends. It. But look, okay. So, anyway, Anzi Nagato broke Anzi Nagato broke us. Because Maria said, Anzi, if we had to remain broke, this is our day. We're going to make it special. We gave our all to make it our perfect day. And it was our perfect day, so I don't regret being broke. So, you know, Guys, don't regret you it. Know, you it's, happy? It, it's, it's $25. We're going to go to the courthouse. Court is there a chance you can get her on the podcast? We maybe, could, actually. You know, she can meet the patrons and, you know, the listeners. Maybe they can find race for her or something. Do you know what? Know what? Wait, I am going to. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You said you, you want to raise funds for her. No, 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 that's not going to no, happen. Not me. Sorry, I, I, not me. No, personally, no. I, I need money, so I mean, she, I mean, she could come out here and hang out with us, and we could see what we could work out. I get ten percent, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not raising money for her. And we're raising money for ourselves, as 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 we we highlighted at the beginning for for the listeners who don't know, we we've we've bought a piece of equipment, but we haven't paid for it yet. Um, and to make it even worse, we bought this piece of equipment from Kandoro. So <laughs> if we you guys, fail to you pay, guys, you guys know how serious King Kandoro is about his money. So, <laughs> so I, I have a very interesting segue from that story, Phil, because mm-hmm. my TT goes on to say one of the expensive things at our wedding was bringing Kelly Kumalo. It was worth it at the end of the day, as it was my daughter's dream just to hug her, which is great. Also a huge fan of her, fell in love with her on Impini. Dear Kelly, you left us bankrupt, but it's okay, CC, it was worth it. Did you see Kelly Kumalo was in the news this week? Tell me more. Well, you know, there was a, a Netflix, not, not a Netflix story. It was a, where did it come out? I can't remember where it came out. A documentary about the death of Senzo Meiwa. I do remember, um, I, I, I've been reading the news because the trial has been progressing, but I do not know about the documentary, but continue. So, uh, yeah, there's a a lot of people after this documentary came out who 
and I want to use very sensitive because I mean nothing. No one knows any facts, but uh, a lot of people are saying some uh, things about her and her potential involvement, which is uh, not great. But you know, I have nothing to say on the topic, and that's why I'm also being extremely careful and not saying anything further. But yeah, but, that was in the news this week, and uh, but I, I, I'm I'm also very wary of like um, documentaries because a, a documentary is told from the the view of the the author. So, so if I say, for example, if I want to do a documentary on Dan doesn't wipe his ass, right? I'm going to collect as much evidence as I can to support my argument and ignore all the evidence against my argument. Excellent so segue into our next story about the Dubai <laughs> the Dubai crew. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> no, no, wait, let me do, okay, so for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, and it's completely understandable, perhaps you're not up to date with some of this. Uh, almost ten, eight years ago, eight years ago, Senzo Meiwa was captain of the South African men's national football team. Uh, he was shot dead um, at Kelly Kumalo's family home. He was dating Kelly Kumala at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's been a mystery ever since. But many people allege, or let me say some people allege that Kelly knows what really went down. She's just not revealing it. I don't think she's accused of doing it. She's just, apparently she knows what's up, but isn't saying anything. Anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, so that's the story. So uh, I think when the documentary came out this past week, people started looking at her sideways again. And this was just after she had broke his at my TT. Anyway, let's talk about some serious stories and some real things. And I know South Africans are really concerned with the financial livelihoods of Zimbabweans. I mean, this is what keeps them up at night. You know, it's time for us to discuss serious stories, Philip. Did you see the porta party video from Dubai? <laughs> so I would judge you if foremost, you did. I don't want to talk about foremost, it. Actually. <laughs> no, I think it's important to talk about for, for a few reasons. One being, yeah. I'm not sure that, that video is from there. Secondly, this is nothing new. Thirdly, all the people who were dropping their thing, about this is what women are doing and degrading themselves into Bible. Guys, um, the sex trade is the oldest business in the world. And you don't have to go to Dubai to, to see extraordinarily rich people doing incredibly disgusting things to human beings because they can afford to or because they want to, or they have these depraved ideas and they've got the money to explore them. It happens in Arare. It happens in wherever you are. It's happening. It is so. So it's nothing new. The annoying thing is like every few years, like the story keeps coming back and back. Like we've been here and I was telling people, in fact, I'm not even going to share the story, but let me say shout out to a certain, a certain woman who got me a VIP card and access to airport lounges for five years back in the day because I, I gave her some money and she went to work in, in Beijing and came, it came back tenfold. So shout out to her because she's sure. good looking up. Good looking up. <laughs> the context and what we're talking about. All right, cool. So obviously this is no, not It's really very much the same context, but um, what I'm trying to say is sex workers are real people too. You know, they do real work. And they, at the end of the day, they're good people. You know, they, they're just trying to feed themselves. Not on that particularly. Maybe on like, <laughs> you know, actual food. Because in that video, it doesn't look like that person has a lot of fiber in Okay, it, right? I didn't, first of all, it's I like, didn't watch it's the like video. They woke up, and even it's like you they just talking up, about it is, tr- is stressing my life right yeah, now. It's like they woke up and all they were eating was dairy. Like the whole day. This yogurt 
with with ice cream for dessert. Then they followed it up with some ghee butter <laughs> and then some cheese. Here's the thing, okay? So number and then, one, and then and then to wash it all down, they had some coffee. Number one, whatever you may feel about sex workers, right? Strong feelings against you want to support whatever the case is. No human being is deserving of disrespect. So whether you unless you know, they're consenting. Yeah, yeah, of course, obviously. I mean, none, none, people who are not hurting other people. If, if you don't disrespect people or don't um, r- remove people's dignity because you disagree with what they've chosen to do, you're welcome to disagree. I personally think that sex work, I agree it's work. But I, I don't want, I don't want, for example, my daughter, my future daughter one day to feel that sex work is what she wants to do or need to do. But if someone chooses to do that, I mean, you can't, you shouldn't disrespect them or treat them like less than a human. So that's the first thing. With that disclaimer out of the way, guys, some things are nasty and things, if things are nasty, they nasty. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. That's nasty. It made me think mm-hmm. of that, you know, that, that biggie skit. I'm sure you're going to tell us more, Dan. No, no, I, it's it's very nasty. He, he, it's it's on. Um, I think it's on the you're beginning n- of the song "Nasty Boy." Mm-hmm. Nasty boy, you nasty. You, nasty you know the song, boy, right? And you know nasty. the skit at the beginning. N- yeah, yes, Dan. It's, I know. I want, yeah, I want you to explain it. I want you to explain. No, it I don't want to explain it. It just made me think of it. Anyway, I don't <laughs> want to talk about this guy. Let's talk about serious things. Okay, we've got several talking points that we want to talk about. Let's start off with the just ended Vic Falls Carnival. Mm. The Victoria Falls Carnival, one of the biggest uh, musical events go? in the country. Uh, I did not go. I felt ben, a little bit go? of FOMO. A little bit of FOMO. Ben? Um, FOMO? Um, no, mm. no. Mm. I, I don't suffer from FOMO. So, so what we have is, is a panel of people in the know with people with their fingers on the pulse. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. So look, typically the Big Falls Carnival it features some big international names from South Africa and a lot of great Zimbabwean acts. It's of, it's normally a great vibe, great, you know, like a lot of people travel out there. Um let's talk about some of the big talking points from the Big Falls Carnival. Number 1, headlining on I think the final day of the carnival was meant to be DJ Maporisa, Kabza the Small and Shasha. They mm-hmm. were they were they were Put down as the major performers on the day, and uh, they didn't. Turn uh, up. What a performer! They performed. What a performer in the own way. What a performer. So they didn't turn up. Naturally, um, that led to that led to a, a lot of uh, anger. The <clears throat> I, I want to read to you a statement that came mm-hmm. through from someone by the name of Stan Chingojo of High Yards, which is apparently the Mm. promoter that booked them for the Vic Falls Carnival. Mm -hmm. DJ Maporisa Kabza and Shasha were fully aware and paid in full for the Vic Falls Carnival event on the 29th of April, 2022 in Victoria Falls, Zimbabwe. Booking confirmations, flight confirmations, and accommodation confirmations were sent to them as agreed, and emails were sent to them several times before. For some reason, they did not show up at the airport on the day of travel. 
From the Vic Force Carnival side, they honored the contract as agreed. Above and beyond, we tried to communicate with the artists to change the date of performance, but still we could not get hold of them, despite all the effort and all means of communication from our side. The artists have shown total disregard for the contract, and this is unacceptable. The artists should, number one, pay back the full booking fee. Number two, pay back all the flights that were booked on time. Number three, pay back for accommodation that was booked on time. Number four, give Vic Falls Carnival a statement in this regard. And five, mostly apologize to the fans who traveled, they're supposed to say, from all over the world to come to see them. Mm. Uh, that's uh, nice. I mean, I mean, you know what I want done? I want Rihanna to leave ASAP. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I want it. Of which... Uh, sorry, my bad. It wasn't the last day. It was actually the first day of the carnival. Day one of the carnival was supposed to have Maporisa Kabza and Shasha. I actually was at the carnival one time when Maporisa and Kabza performed. It was lit. Oh my goodness. Yo, <laughs> that was a good time. It was the train party. Anyway. A what now? Um, mm? A what now? It was the train party. The train. Was this in Dubai as well? What? what, what? <laughs> mm, let's see what you did there. No, it was in a secret location, Phil. <laughs> it was a bush party. <laughs> so, um, this is kind of a big deal because, you know, it's not like we booked you for a club night and you didn't turn up, which is still also pretty bad. You're the main headliner for a carnival and you don't show up. People are going to want their money back. I'm just saying. <sighs> okay. When is the last time anyone remembers seeing any of these acts pushing any promo? For the carnival, I don't remember. I don't think. I actually don't think I saw any like, of them pushing. Hey guys, next week, catch me at Vic Falls Carnival. Mm. And let's let's leave Kabza and Mapuris out of it. Yeah. Okay, let's just deal with Shasha, homegirl. If, mm-hmm. if we deal with Shasha, when is the last time anyone remembers seeing her pushing promo for Vic Falls Carnival? Just just to add insult to the injury, Phil. The last part of the story. It is alleged that Kabza was in Cape Town. It's not alleged. It's on his Instagram. <laughs> it's not alleged. This <laughs> on the water. My man, put, my man put the location. Like, just remove all doubt. He posted the photo, and then he's like, "Let me let niggas know where I am at this point in time." <laughs> so they don't think I'm cruising the Zambezi right now. <laughs> So okay, yes. Anyway, so you're saying they didn't post any promo, which which seems shady. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem shady. Like what 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 I what I what I will say is this. Um, there's stuff I can't I, I can speak on. There's stuff I can't speak on. Sadly, guys, it is what it is. You know, the music industry is incestuous. But what I'll say this for a while, Dan, I've been telling you. Something is happening with Shasha. Mm. And you've been, I'm sure as a fan, you've been like, nah, nah, nah. And I've been like, Dan, something is happening here. And it's not a good thing. And the longer this has gone on, I've been like, yo, Dan, this is, this should be concerning. And come December, we reached DEFCON 5. And then you were like, nope, but she's got a song on Come On Bella. I'm like, all right, cool. And um, we've been out and about. How many times have we heard that song be played? Since then, outside of her song with, um, what's her name? Amifaku. How many times have we heard Shasha being played? How many times have we seen Shasha out? So I don't know what she's going through. 
I don't know what's happening in her personal life. And I certainly, as someone who, who just a few minutes ago spoke about how, yo, I couldn't function last week because my mental health. I don't want to disregard that here. She genuinely could be going through something. And I don't know what it is, but the signs of her going through something are evident. And especially now, more than ever, switching it back to the business side, because just two weeks ago, we're going to actually, we'll discuss it after this. We had Uncle Waffles in Harare. Uncle Waffles has been on a tear. She's caught the eye of Drake, much like someone else's wife. <laughs> and Drake has been zoning in on her, which means her price has been going up. Her popularity has been going up. The streams of Tanzania are through the roof. It's probably and one of the biggest Tama piano songs in, right now, you know? I mean, it's almost. Yeah, as 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 we're about to record, I saw a post from Sona Festival. Sona Festival is one of the biggest dance festivals in in Europe. It's held in Barcelona, Barcelona, mm. and they announced the Queen of Amapiano, Camompella, joins the Sonar Day lineup today, following the addition of Scorpion Kings to the Sona Night program in March. Sona is proud to announce another figurehead of South African house music will perform Friday on Sona Village. So. The the new queen of Ampiano is no longer Shasha. It's now being referred to as Kabompela. Scorpion Kings, granted, they might be show, they might not be showing up for Vic Falls Carnival, but they're gonna be in Spain, one of the biggest dance festivals in the world. And also Beatport, the biggest dance music platform or music store, just announced that they now have a specialized category for Ama Piano. And they are retroactively going to fix all the misattributed or misgenred songs that fall under Afro Tech or Ama Piano. So Ama Piano is on an incredible rise right now. The woman who is at the forefront of that sound, Shasha, who happens to be Zabian, is AWOL. And personally, I'm worried. I'm, re- I'm genuinely worried for her welfare because something's not right. <sighs> So first of all, um, our listeners will know that I was not dismissive. But I do want to say, I want to be very careful of jumping to conclusions or even diagnosing from a distance. At, at this point, at this point, I don't think you jump into conclusion, Dan, when you've got 18 months of evidence. There, there's that's no a, evidence. A, it's a lack of evidence that's making you come to a conclusion. And, that, and, and that's that something different. It's not, no, but, Philip. Dance. We haven't okay. seen her, so okay, it must wait, mean okay. she's going through mental problems. Nah, no, no, calm no, no, down. no, that's already said. Firstly, no, 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 no. secondly, that's, that's already, no, 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 secondly, hold on, hold on, hold how on, does hold that on, explain Maporisa and Kabza? No, 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 we're dealing with one at a time. And first, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying her absence is evidence of something, and I'm removing and I'm removing doubt and saying, yo, let me not be insensitive if whatever that cause may be might be mental health related, right? But something is off here, Dan. We can't. We can't see what's going on and be like, this is normal. Something is off. No one is saying it's normal. I'm saying we can't diagnose. Now, it is very possible that she's dealing with stuff. There's also a myriad of of many other possibilities. So, I don't know what's going on. We can speculate. It's a little bit, you know, it's different. If we're sitting here speculating about Kelly Rowland and what she was doing, it's different with Shasha because we know her personally. So that's why, that's I'm, why I'm, I'm even more worried. That's why I'm more worried. Be worried, cool. But I, that's why I'm hesitant to speculate 
on a lack of evidence. But I do get your point. It is worrying. It is worrying that we haven't seen her. But I don't think I would use that as the reasoning for this. Because it wasn't that Shasha didn't come. It's Maporisa, Kabza, and Shasha didn't come. So, and I would so think the, those are related. But that's, that, that's now what points to the other thing I said was, hey, did you see these people pushing? So first and foremost, if you're coming home, the last time she came home the, through that, I would say ill-advised tour sponsored by a herb company. It was just weird. But that last tour, she came back to Zim. She pushed before she got here. She was like, yo, guys, I'm coming home. I'm going to be around. Blah, blah. Around that same time, we saw Gigi was in Zim. Gigi was pushing, yo, guys, I'm coming home. I'm going to be around. So forth, right? So that's, that, 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 that's, one, of, that's one thing. So you don't announce you're coming back. There's, there doesn't seem to be any, any post of a big false carnival on your page. I could be wrong. The weekend pops off. During and after the weekend, has there been a response from Shashi to say, hey, guys, my bad. Oh, hey, guys, I didn't come and perform. I'm sorry, but there's a reason. All will be revealed in due time. You know, at least something just to let us know that that people's anger is acknowledged or people's disappointment is acknowledged. I think one of two things happened. Uh, the one, number one, is the promoter is not being honest. And maybe maybe a payment was made, but maybe it was made too late. Or maybe it wasn't enough or not the agreed fee. Keep, keep in mind, keep in mind how long ago these guys were booked for Vic Force Congress. Congress has been delayed. True. But oftentimes you pay a deposit and you, uh, up to a certain point before the show itself, you pay the, the remainder or whatever. Then... So on the one hand, I suspect, I mean, we, I don't suspect, I'm saying one of the possibilities, because we haven't heard anything back, is the promoter's not being honest. Or the second possibility is all three of them decided not to come either because they had a better offer or for some other reason. But that's what I'm asking. So and Kabza and Maporisa, we, we've heard rumors that are unsubstantiated that they, were, they had work in Cape Town. Work beyond just gigs, right? Yeah, but there's been no word from of Shasha. what it would have been. Well, I mean, the yeah. thing is, if if Pori, who's I'm not going to say it's Shasha's boss or anything like that, obviously not, but such a mentor figure and one of the big keys to her success, Pori and Kabza both can't come. There's no way Shasha's going to come if they were booked as a trio. That makes them look even worse. But like you said, I mean. It's such a bad look that no one said anything. No one gave any explanations. We haven't heard. So far, the only uh, narrative we've heard is from the promoter who says, yo, we did everything right. We paid, we booked, we sent confirmations, and they just didn't show up. I mean, so, it, and someone keep, keep has mind, to come through and say something. Mm. Actually, Dan, if you remember, what, what happened the last time Maporisa was uh, at Vic Falls Carnival? You remember? Yes, I was there. It was lit. Yeah, but he missed his flight, remember? And he, he performed a day later. And he announced, guys, my bad. I missed my flight. But trust me, Zimbabwe, tomorrow I'm going to be there. I'm coming through. Won't let you down. And he kept his word. So based on prior evidence, Maporisa cares about his fans. Mm. So we're not being told the full story here. But anyway, 
I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm go. sure there's more information that's going to come out. But you know, when you when you're depressed and you can't get out of bed, the last thing you want to do is go party. But anyway, that's here neither here nor there. But I think now that's actually a good transition, Dan. Um, speaking of armor piano, I was, I was just gonna I was just gonna quickly mention some of the other stories from Vic Falls Carnival. Uh, Ooh, which ones are the real talking boats? I heard Gemma had an incredible set, Natio had an incredible set, ASAF had an incredible set. So shout out to mm. those guys. I heard Boiti had a set. So shout out to everyone who was at Vic Falls Carnival. Interesting. Say that last sentence again. Sorry, what were you saying about I'm a piano fool? <laughs> interesting. It's, it's interesting what happens when, when niggas get engaged. They just change up. I'm just reporting what happened. Who needs, who needs, who needs enemies? Who needs enemies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reporting what happened, Phil G. I would have loved to have watched Boiti. I think she would have killed it. Hmm. Killed it dead. Who needs killed enemies? it dead, dead, dead. Strangled it, you know, properly stabbed it. Anyway, yeah. So I'm a piano, Phil. What were you saying? I was saying, yeah, it's been a while, uh, but before we recorded the last episode, or we were supposed to record the last episode, there was Uncle Waffles, and uh, mm-hmm. very notable because, as as we mentioned, Uncle Waffles is she's taking the 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 the, the Amapian world and the music world in general and Instagrams like like Column by Storm. So, were you there, Dan? I was not there. Uh, there's actually no way I would have gone. Um, why not? Just the description of the type of event it would be, I already felt tired. But I was I was kind of keen <laughs> to see like the effect that she would have had. Look, okay. So I, I was I was very keen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, carry on. Carry on. I was gonna say when Uncle Waffles first broke out, right? When her video went viral, and then I saw the way she moved in the coming weeks. Like the, the, in, in the weeks after that viral moment. She branded herself, started getting bookings, started making sure that her brand was visible and she was identifiable and she had a a look uh, a certain way. And the way she was posting, the way she was moving, the way she was handling, even there were little mini scandals that were happening at the time. I don't know if you remember, but um, I think someone was saying uh, there was some there was some conversation that was going on about, um, I don't know, one of her team or something or taking advantage of whatever. And the way she came out with a statement, I just watched how she moved for a couple of weeks. And I was like, you know what? She is doing the exact thing you need to do when you get a viral moment. The only thing I thought is her time is almost running out. She needs to release a song now. And next thing you know, teaser for Tanzania comes out as well as the, I think the other three songs on the EP. I was like, she's doing it. She has taken the playbook and run it step by step. Someone better book her for Zim now before we can't afford her no more. (laughs) So uh, I was like, I was I was uh, I was happy to see that she had been booked for Zim. So hey, to everyone out there, was saying, "Hey, she's not even talented." Yeah, <laughs> eat your heart out. You know, it's also it's, uh, it's also like it's interesting hearing you say that because I think a lot of people see it, and you know, like knowing things kind of jades you. you know yeah. What I mean? So 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 you see things differently. So like as you said, like she was branding herself. To a certain degree, she did have agency over her likeness and who she was. Mm. But if you recall, because it broke that week, is the team at Creative Culture, sorry, Creative Corner, identified her on like, yo, we could actually turn her into a brand. Mm. And then them 
they described it in a very misogynistic way, but they, they outlined it. They were like, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take her. We need to style her, get her some bookings, shoot some videos, make a pop up on Instagram. We're golden. And we, and true to their word, everything that they described in that, that message concerning and, and as, as misogynistic as it is, they followed through on. So Dan's right. She has been doing a lot of stuff, but I'm also seeing how her team behind her she had a big piece in Complex. I don't know if you read it last week. Mm-hmm. And even in that, she was like, I don't even look at my social media. My team handles that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And when she came on stage, I'll describe the show in, in full, but when she came on stage, I think she, her entourage, like the actual entourage she flew in with, was at least five people. And was it not two videographers, a photographer, um, perhaps a stylist, I think, or something like that, and then I don't know who else. Something like that. And I have never, I have never seen, I, I have seen Black Coffee perform. I have seen DJ Fresh at his height, Euphonic, Fresh, um, Spare Knaves, um, PH, some of the continents. I think the even Neptune. Yeah, Neptune Neptune is not, not sorry, not Neptune, Spinal. And I think I've, I've told the story of Spinal on the podcast where I, when I was staying at the same hotel as Spinal because we were working at the same festival and he refused to walk 50 meters down the road because he, he doesn't he doesn't walk and he sent one of his three bodyguards to get it. I think Spinol is the only comparative DJ I've seen with an entourage as large as DJ DJ Waffles. Uncle and, Waffles. Get it right. Sorry, Uncle Waffles. And that was a little it was it was interesting. A little concerning, but interesting. <laughs> uh, because so, <sighs> when you're cutting that pie five ways. So which is understandable, but I think it's smart that at the moment they are more focused on building the pie. I, I know a little bit of the behind the scenes information, which I don't think I should reveal, but I was surprised at the fee that they got her for. I was like, are you serious? I mean, I want to hire her no. for my wedding. But uh, from but then what I heard is like, <laughs> shortly afterwards, been, she, her price shot up. And I yeah, think because of Drake, but they were also the actively that price was so low because South African armor piano acts have have realized that the best way to get the brand as big as possible is not only to focus on South Africa, but to get these people out in Africa as quickly and easily as possible. Like, like perform in as did. many places as possible. Yeah, exactly. You, you know the what? The only her, way to do it is to guarantee you have a fair rate. You know what her tech rider included? Mm. Um, it included uh, specifications that um, the 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 crowd was supposed to be close to the stage. You know, normally there's that, there's that security distance between the stage and the barricades for the rest oh, of the that's crowd. Why, oh, that's why. Oh, okay. Now she said, sense. I specifically want them right there. I want them to be able to touch me. And the reason for that was because for filming and for photography afterwards. And, and to me, that's so long-term thinking. Um, that, that impressed me. So whether it's her who made the decision or her team, PR team, whatever the case is, but the, that kind of thinking is like, listen, I'm going to be a little bit uncomfortable. I'm actually taking a risk, but I want to make it look like it is such a fun time. And by the way, shout out to whoever was commenting on the picture that Uncle Waffles posted that looked like people were lit at a show. And people were like, ah, no, the Uncle Waffles show looked lit, but damn it, do we not look crusty as a people? And the thing is, <laughs> as I started zooming in on all the faces, I was like, you know, damn it, if that ain't true. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, I, I've been quite impressed with how she... Because it may be, she may not be the best 
technically at DJing in the world. I don't know. I've never watched her or seen her, but I've seen some really good DJs. And I would think that since she's new in the game, it'll take her a while to get her technical skill up there. She may not even be a full-on producer. I don't know exactly what the breakdown is on how those songs came through with Tony Duarte and, and you know, Sinom Solo and all those people. But here she is positioning herself in, hopefully in the meantime, polishing and learning and everything. Barring anything drastic or major going wrong, she's going to be the biggest name in Amapiano. She, like <laughs> in a couple, like a year, a year and a half. If she's putting out music, she's already one of the most booked DJs. I mean, ha. she's doing a thing. Shout out to her. But um, that having been said, she better, because the the novelty of her name and her being followed by Drake and whatever will wear off eventually. So she, by then, she better be a dope-ass DJ. You know what I mean? Like, we're booking her because she's dope. And then she can continue, like, the the trajectory and the, and the, the mm-hmm. momentum. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How was how I, was she as, as a DJ? I think let me let me set the scene. Let me yeah. set the scene. We can't just hop into it. So, um, I I I just wanted to go see because I knew it was going to be. I, I I I this was a cultural touchstone. So and I wanted to just see what the kids are responding to because as you know, school holidays are on. This is these are the type of events like um, the young kids are going to be at. You know, it's always good just to see what they're vibing to, what what what's moving the culture. Because as as Dan, you've mentioned many times, we're we're old, so you know it's, it's good just to touch base once in a while, just see what's going on. So I arrived there. Um, the security was not the greatest, and I think the gift and the curse is when you've been to as 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 many events as we have, you start identifying like problems immediately like oh no that barrier shouldn't be there oh no these people should be allowed to move freely here nope there should be a funnel there that type of thing um but that came into play later and obviously i was also there to to see ray perform so the funny thing is one of the prerequisites was no i'm a piano before uncle waffles so everyone had to do a genre outside of our piano when we get it, there's one kid, I'm not going to mention his name, but this guy was do, playing nothing but the Yanos. <laughs> so the Yanos is ringing off. The crowd is already hype, right? So C-Skills hops on stage. C-Skills does his thing. Shout out to our homie Ahmad. Ahmad is keeping the crowd hype, keeping the crowd amped, high energy. Um, so then Ray hops on stage. Um, energy stays hot. Um, crowd really starts getting into it, but you can tell that it's now a shift in energy because they were really. You could tell that their focus was the Yanos, right? We're here for the Yanos. We're here for the Yanos. So Ray, being the consummate professional that he is, he manages to to, to turn the crowd again, gets them back, turns up amazing. And the, now, the the mistake that they made is after that Fuji goes on. And then after Fuji is Judgment Yard. Oh, no. You already see? <laughs> oh, no. So you the energy levels are now at an all-time high because Fuji and Judgment Yard have done what Fuji and Judgment Yard do. They'll like fever pitch. But also at this time, because security was so bad, backstage is cramped. Like, 
anyone and their mothers is backstage then. I've never been to a concert where backstage was almost as packed as you know Maxis. <laughs> like I might as well been at the front of the stage. Mm. Um and it's a I'll come back to but it's a miracle there was no reports of deaths cuz I was anxious throughout that event like yo it's a miracle none of reports of deaths death. that bad. Dude, I was fearful. Because sure. the barriers got got, got uh, penetrated a couple of times. People, there was so much pressure at the front of the stage. It was just bedlam. I would, okay, it wasn't bedlam. You recall there was that time when Castle Lager used to do those events um, for Bride Day. The, the, they used to do dance, excuse me, dance events at the showgrounds. And there's one time we went there. And when we got there, there were like six policemen with dogs. And then as we entered, they unleashed the dogs on people. And there was like a massive stampede. Mm. That I would I would describe as like level level 10, level 9. 10 being like absolute death, right? We got pretty close to that. And I think we all heard stories of like dogs having to be unleashed or pepper spray having to be used and stuff like that. And that was away from the state. Like towards it, it was. There was, there was so obviously there was a lot of anticipation. People wanted to see her. She hops on stage with her massive entourage. And I've also got to shout out the um, our embarrassing Zimbabwean celebs who were doing anything and everything to sneak onto the stages. It was also weird because like I'd see bad bads like multiplying like cells in osmosis. Like, you know, you'd look up and there'd be like one bad bad on stage and you turn away and then you look at them. Now there's three. And then you look away again and now there's seven. And like, How the hell are you guys getting on stage? There's, there's bodyguards everywhere. But anyway... I don't understand why people want to be on stage so badly. But then, anyway, after much ado, Uncle Waffle starts a set and she starts with the private school Yanis. Deep private school Yanis. <laughs> Not the best of ideas. Mm-hmm. This is just after Judgment Yard. Just after Judgment Yard. So we'll be like, ah. Okay. But me understanding what's happened is culturally in South Africa, when a house DJ comes on stage, that's how they do it. They start slow and they pick up the energy throughout their set. But one thing another DJ is supposed to do is call an audible. Like if you get to the venue, you look at the crowd and you're like, oh, the, your manager, your road manager gets there and is like, yo, listen, we've got to hit them hard over the head in the beginning because this crowd is too amped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think also the counter being... Which audience is Uncle Waffles not playing to that's not that amped, like an international crowd? Or maybe they just need to adjust her set for the international versus the local. And then so she starts she's go- probably go- memorized the set. You know what I mean? Let, let, me, let me finish my story. Let me finish my story. Mm-hmm. So she, she runs through her set and then eventually she starts picking it up, starts bringing in the heavy skerigere, the, the Yanos, the deep Yanos, the deep bass Yanos, you know, and... Obviously, up to Upper Dul, Tanzania, and then crowd goes crazy. And I think as just after Tanzania, that's when we, we left because we're old and we know you don't leave after the headline is left because you're not going to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to be stuck in traffic for, for three days. So the the takeaway is I don't think she, I think she's a performer. I don't think she's actually DJing. I think the, the mix she, she did was a, a pre-made mix in, in record box. Because I've also, there were, I can't remember hearing one effect. I can't hear, like, it was literally just song, 
Next song. Song. Next I'm song. trying to think. Do, do I'm a piano DJs do effects that? I suppose they do like the yeah. I suppose Dude. they do like the like echoes and and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and filters echoes and stuff. phasing yeah. loops uh, beats beat scrums. There's a lot of stuff that you can do, but also like as someone who's been to enough events, when you're listening, you're like, fam, this does not like this, this. This isn't a live mix. This is literally record box. Like you got your cue point. You know when you're supposed to hit the fader. Up fade, down fade, bam. But in between that, she's she's like performing, you know, keeping the crowd amped. So, and I think you you kind of alluded to it in the beginning when you're like, she's going to become a better DJ. So I wasn't too mad at it because the game is the game. I know people aren't going to Uncle Waffles to hear her amazing. It's like, I'm I'm not going to see Black Coffee to look at his face and admire his beauty. I mean, okay. to be fair, I mean, she even said it herself, right? She said like she had just started, de- like it had been a period of months, right? Dude, Since she had no. s- literally started, Let, if not weeks. The, the video that went viral was her first ever performance. Her first ever professional performance, but then she had like started DJ. She had just started <sighs> DJing. So of mm. course she doesn't, she's not yet uh, um, uh, um, experienced enough and knows how to read a crowd and all of that. If she pre-mixes, if she makes a mix beforehand, you know what? I suppose I ain't mad at that. So yeah, no, like I said, I'm not really mad because I'm I'm a fan of EDM and I know a lot of EDM DJs do that. But what I and EDM DJs do the same thing she was. They performed. So she was a performer. So I'm not mad at that. It was just interesting to see. Mm. Um my takeaways was, yo, the kids, the kids love TikTok. Fam, every time a TikTok song rang off, these kids went crazy. You know, like you know, like our generation, like it was all I will, all I do is win, 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 no matter. <laughs> or like niggas in Paris, <laughs> fam. For this one, it's it ain't me. <laughs> or, or I mean, it, oh no, oh no, oh no, no. <laughs> Talking to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not even lying. Those items were going off. <sighs> All right, let's let's move on, Philip. These are all supposed to be Gaga stories. There's so many stories. Ben is very quiet. I mean, my man, you can you can turn on your mic and like contribute at any point. Just pause Moon Knight and tell us what you think. Mm. You can get back to it. By the way, if uh, any of our listeners that. were at the Uncle Waffles gig or you were at Vic Fools Carnival, we would love to hear your input, thoughts, and experiences. Um, please share them with us. Social media, Two Broke Tumbles on uh, Twitter, Facebook. I just realized only people over 30 say social media. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us on the social media. WWW, <laughs> don't know, it's HTTP, <laughs> colon, backslash, backslash, WWW. As a voiceover artist, full of just quick side note. I am exhausted by all the scripts I have that insist on me saying WWW. Why do you still say it? I'm like, <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't have, I, I promise you, if I just say twobrokedwimbles.com, they'll know what it is. I don't have to say the WW at the beginning. No, no, you have to say it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's go international borders. This is an interesting story, and it does kind of follow on on things we've discussed in the recent past about uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock, and uh, comedians in general. And one of our favorite comedians, who has recently been in controversial spotlights, Dave Chappelle. Now, Dave Chappelle was at the Netflix is a Joke Festival. He was uh, recording his special, mm-hmm. performing towards the end mm-hmm. of his special. Uh, mm-hmm. um, a man. Mm-hmm. 
rushed the stage, attempted mm. to tackle Dave Chappelle. No, connected he tackled, a little. No, he, he, yeah, he tackled. Nah, he that was a solid. A that was, nah, nah, that was a solid linebacker hit. That it was wasn't a solid as solid hit. as it could have been because you know Dave sort of stepped out of. I mean, he did it at the ground, but he kind of stepped out of the way of it. Mm. And then from that point, oh man, oh, oh, oh. exactly what you would expect would happen if someone were to bum rush the stage and tackle <laughs> the main act at a no, major no, no. festival. No, 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 Dan, you're missing a crucial part because. That is that is part of it, but we've seen people being like escorted off stage. You know, like they escort you, and then you 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 go to like the like the police will have a little tent at the festival. Then you wait for the the van to come pick you up, and you get ushered off. So, as you guys might may or may not know, Dave Chappelle grew up in Washington D.C. in the eighties. He was performing in stand up clubs at fourteen in Washington D.C. in the eighties. He's from a certain school. Dave has been performing and touring with none other than Buster Rhymes. Dan, are you familiar with Buster Rhymes? I, I am familiar with him. He's a diminutive fl- fellow. Yes, 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 him. Leader of the Flip Mode Squad. And Buster, as you might know, after having multiple decades of success, has occurred some jewelry, you know, a lot of jewelry. And if you are familiar with any rapper who's moving around with a substantial amount of jewelry, they might have a few people there whose sole responsibility is to protect said jewelry. So outside of Dave Chappelle having his own security team, you now have that. You also happen to have Talib Kweli and Most Def at that same show. And Chris Rock. And Jamie Foxx, you know, for some reason. Who you know for damn sure is now moving around with security because <laughs> the whole world then seen and gets slapped. So homie connected. And then proceeded to receive the molly whoppings of all molly whoppings. Okay, I did you see his arm out of the socket? Phil is really, he's given he's given a good description, but I, I, for those of you who have not, I saw the video and I had to turn away. I'm I'm very sensitive to this kind of stuff. Mm. I felt faint. That man mm-hmm. looked like <laughs> he had been through hell. <laughs> That man looked like he had been hit by a bus after being run over by a tractor with a plow on the back. My goodness, that was a that was that was a severe severe beating. Yo yo yo! His arm was no, hanging laugh. at a weird ass <laughs> angle. We should laugh. Violence is not. We do not condone violence on this program. Okay, guys, we do not condone violence. But so, yeah. so, so okay, so just to tell you the full story, this man tried to tackle Dave Chappelle. It, it, you know the funny bit? So, like, um, he sort of, he almost sort of slipped as he was tackling Dave Chappelle. Then he sort of kind of slipped as he was running away when securities came onto the stage. And he, like, made a sharp turn. And it was funny to see, like, two or three of the security guards, just, like, like the bouncers and stuff. They also just, like, you could just hear the... Like on the on the on the floor, you know, their shoes skidding and people falling as they chase after this man. But of course, they eventually caught him. And then at some point, there's a video of like 30 people just stomping on this poor man. Like I said, curb stomped. I mean, at curb. some point, I felt sorry for him. I was like, "Don't attack someone on stage!" But damn, like. And then he uh, we've was. Got exc- t- exc- we got an exclusive audio from Dave Chappelle's press conference after the incident, Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What is the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> what? Slap. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. 
Just some things to know. Okay, we are joking and we're laughing, but reports seem to indicate that this man, who has been identified as a certain Isaiah Crane, um, has mental health challenges. And none is right. Mm-hmm. Of course, this doesn't excuse what he did and all of that, but it's just worth knowing. Um, also, I get that some people are, many people are upset with Dave Chappelle. He has said some offensive things, hurtful mm-hmm. things for certain mm-hmm. groups of people. And I get people being angry with him. Um, I don't think that justifies either one, you being the person to assault him or being happy that he got assaulted on stage. I mean, if you don't like his comedy, the best way you can punish him is just not paying attention. You know, distance yourself. Don't watch the shows. Don't watch the, 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 the specials. Everyone's happy. Someone's making stuff you don't like. He doesn't get your coins. Everyone is happy, Mm. but Mm -hmm. this is what happened. Um, So it's been quite a, a trending story since. Ah, are the people that were involved in this stomping going to receive, face any charges at some point or? For for what? They were were fearful of their lives because I I, I don't know if you caught the the breaking news, but they recovered a gun and a knife from this person. It 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 wasn't a gun. It was a replica gun. It was actually a knife how, how, disguised how you, as a gun, which then, is the then, weirdest uh, how, thing. <laughs> how, how, how would I know in the, in the moment? We, we're in the heat of the moment. It's dark. Adrenaline is rushing. That was a gun. Okay, there's self-defense, and then there's the curb stomping that happened. <laughs> so, so <laughs> as far as I know, in California, yes, in California law, if you stomp someone in the head, that is considered um, um, deadly assault. So, that might not bode well. It depends if this person is going to file also, but I'm pretty sure an ambulance chaser has already called them. So it's unfortunate. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, it, it, to me, it just gave me that feeling. You know, you know, you know when they say like, I'm here to restore the feeling that restored the feeling for me. You know what I mean? Just cause I think what I'm going to fight is, you know, sometimes you just need to make an example. And we'll come to another example. We'll come to another example just now. But yeah, sometimes you need to make an example. Immediately afterwards, Chris Rock uh, sort of like leaned in. He came to the stage, leaned in on Dave Chappelle's mic and said, was that Will Smith? So, you know, excellent joke, Chris. I mean, you really nailed it. Ah, come on, man. But it was, I mean, I get it. It's kind of funny to make the reference, but I feel like you could have mm-hmm. been smarter with it. And... I wonder if that wasn't the opening of the floodgates. Are we going to start hearing a whole lot more comedians getting rushed on stage and stuff like that? Although maybe after this Dave Chappelle situation, maybe not so much. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, let's move on. Um, I think I want to discuss this because sure. Um, it's it, it speaks to what we've been discussing. It's you know, Dan. I think when I say restores the feeling is. In the world I grew up, back in my day, consequences had, I mean, actions had consequences, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people know not to cross certain lines. But with the advent of social media and people feeling they have a voice or feeling they need to defend their wives, you know, the, people are just crossing lines. You know, they're walking on stage and they're slapping comedians. You know, they're harassing celebrities. They're following, stalking them, you know, doxing them. 
And it's unfortunate because people forget that these are people too. Not only are they people, but sometimes these are people you don't want to annoy. So if I were to like imagine, like before any of this had happened, if you were to say, Phil, who is one person that you never want to see in a dark alleyway? Who is one person you'd never want to be on the wrong side of? Who is one person you'd actively do anything in your power to make sure they were never upset with your actions? You know what mine would be then? Aubrey Graham. Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes. So oh, yeah, Mr. Oh, Melvin Townsend. That's the story Townsend. you're talking about, yeah. Mr. Mr. Melvin Townsend. I don't understand. What? Is the virality worth it? Is the whatever civil lawsuit you might file, is it going to be worth it? Because who? They are professional boxers who spend their year, lives dedicated to this sport, dedicated to getting hit. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what type of mental stage you have to be in to be prepared to get hit in the head and fight back? These people looked at Mike Tyson and were like, nah, not him. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I want no parts of that. Mm-mm, no, no, not, not him. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to poke that bear. And he forgot that that bear still has teeth and claws and a left hook and a right hook. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he didn't even have enough room to, like, to really, you know, get his hips in position and start swinging. <laughs> Can you imagine if he caught him, like, in an open space where there wasn't an airplane? Okay, like, so those- for those of you wondering what happened, in case you didn't see the story, all right, Mike Tyson was on a plane. I don't know why he was, it looked like he was sitting in coach, but anyway. No, he was in business, he was in business class. He was, was he in business class, a commercial right? flight. That was a JetBlue, that was a JetBlue. So, you know, JetBlue is like the, um, I can't, I, should I say it? I don't want, I don't want to say it because they might be a sponsor, but the first jet, the first jet of America. So, Mike Tyson is sitting, some white man behind him. Uh, it, I think news came out later that he was drunk at the time, but he starts antagonizing. Apparently, he keeps on saying stuff to him and he's like poking him and, being all up in his space. And in this video, you can see Mike Tyson try to like, sort of try to like, leave me alone, get away from me, step away from me until you just see him snap, turn around and deliver what can only be described as a, a series of jackhammer blows to this other man's head. Mm. If, you're, if you're playing a video, you just hear combo times seven combo. That's what you see. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you are you thinking long and hard about your your Mike Di- Mike Tyson fight scenario there, Dan? No, I'm not. I mean, wh- <laughs> what is supposed to happen? Or so here's the thing. Okay, in this era and world and age of cloud chasing, I think there's a lot of people who deliberate like their goal is to egg you on to such an extent that you will react somehow and that will lead to me being viral. I think that's as far as they think. They don't think afterwards like like the viral that you're talking about. Is it virality that you want? But anyway, in their head, they're like, that's how I'm going to get my fame. That's how I'm going to, I'm going to get so many likes on Instagram for this one. And that's why recently we've been seeing so many videos of people egging on uh, Mike Tyson or, who was the other one? Um, was it the baby? Although the baby has his own other issues. The baby's in a fight every <laughs> second day. But but like you keep seeing people like saying like they'll come out and they'll deliberately say stuff. Who, who was the who was the basketball player who got fined for 
for saying, I think he was saying like uh, um, some rude things and making rude gestures at the crowd. Then you got me like, but I think you're referring to Kyrie Irving, but that's different. That's different. Okay, maybe it's a different situation, but I'm talking, there's literally a video of someone in the crowd shouting, you suck, no, 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 or whatever. And so like the goal is, I want you to get a video of me egging on this person or like ridiculing them or something because mm. we want to get a reaction. Then when you get a reaction, now you're thinking, oh, lawsuit or oh, whatever. <laughs> Fab, I think people, if you get beaten from provocation, you must just get beaten. Pay your own medical fees and see if you do that again. Or... <laughs> Or like a, a more subtle situation. Let's say let's say a celebrity were to post something online. Say it's some random opinion about basketball players and their children. And let's say as this celebrity, you enjoy basketball. So you post on your Instagram, hey, stop clowning these basketball players who are trying to put their kids on. Because I mean, this man got there on his own uh, merit, blah, blah, blah. Opinion, opinion, opinion. And let's say someone comments below that and says, that's why your kid has a ghostwriter. Mm. <laughs> if you haven't caught on, I'm talking about Drake. Drake was on yeah, Instagram talking about I basketball. Actually, a troll comes any, on. <laughs> yeah. Have there been any developments in this story? Because this story was the most entertaining thing. Oh, Lord. So just to let you know what happened. So yeah, Drake was talking about basketball on, his, on Instagram. I think he was commenting on someone else's post or whatever. And they were talking about basketball and blah, blah, blah. So some troll, obviously trying to get his attention, comes up and, and, and makes a comment about his kid. Something about ghostwriting and stuff. So Drake actually responds to this troll's comment and says, I just followed your wife because it looks like she's in need of excitement in her life. Mm-hmm. The next thing and that I happens... Could... <laughs> <laughs> the, next thing, <laughs> the next thing that happens is... He DMs said wife says I'm here for you ma. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, the the husband himself now posts oh my god I can't believe he DM'd her or something he posts a picture of his wife's DMs where Drake really isn't there. What, what, a, what an idiot Say, saying I'm oh, here for you ma. So these guys saw they were trending. You know what they did? They didn't have Twitter. They created I, a Twitter. I, 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 I saw, I saw, and he deleted it after he got roasted for being a bird. No, wait, he's back. It looks like he might be back. No, he's still gone. He created so, a Twitter to say, hey, I thought you guys, it was actually, I think it was her. She's the one who created Twitter. Oh, you guys, we were trending. Ha ha, lol, we're here now. Hey. No, he had an account too. It's, it's gone. He, he was there. They Grand both had opening, accounts. So I, I believe mm-hmm. the youth call it a ratio. You know, the ratio of <laughs> comments to, we've spoken about it before. Comment, uh, quote, retweets <laughs> to likes. It lets you know what's going on. So, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was hilarious. But no, it, it gets funnier. It gets yep. funnier. Dan. Mm. It gets funnier. So, <laughs> throughout the day, you could see my man was getting progressively and progressively more annoyed and upset with the attention him and his wife were getting. Mm. Because I got to give it to Drake. That was a chef's kiss troll. I disagree, and, considering and I'll man, explain why. Considering this man discussed your child, I'm for Fair it. Game. And, Fair uh, game. You know, I'm not. I I am not. I am not the biggest Drake fan, but here, oh, I've oh, just mwah. And keep in mind, at the time, Miss Miss Tony Bowden dot X 
had about 960 followers mm. before the Drake follow. As of recording, she's now sitting on 26,200. <laughs> And getting an incredible amount of attention. Because <laughs> have you seen her page, Dan? I have not. I, you, I, I'm, not, I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. She was, she was built for this moment. Her page, digital creator, influencer, just through and through, just, and she's gorgeous. <laughs> she, she just also happens to be married to a very corny man who does very corny things. So, here's, okay, I get why the problem is This has been, even though there's a little bit of annoyance, a little bit of trolling that's going to go on, and probably not even a little bit, quite a lot, their lives have changed after this. Maybe not in an, not, not in an incredibly super impactful way, but they now have a little bit more clout than they did before. Mm. So I don't but think this is the old that it initially looks like. You've actually just helped a nobody <laughs> become a little bit more of a somebody than they were no, before. No, 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 Dan. So hey, here's the problem, you, Phil. This mm. is going to go to other people to keep trying to get your attention the same way. I'm trying to push my mixtape. I don't care. All publicity is good publicity. I just need people on my page. I'm going to say the most foul stuff I can about Drake. Because if he notices me and he trolls me, I'm going to get eyeballs on my page. There's going to be a lot of trolls, <laughs> but now I'm people less of a nobody. Dan, if you are Drake, this already happens. The thing is like, At Drake's level, he doesn't even see all the comments. It's impossible. They're coming in too quickly. Mm. This man just caught him at the wrong time. And he was like, okay, I'm going to make you famous. And sometimes you don't want to be famous. Because do you know what he's done, Dan? As much as he's given them followers, followers are, are free. Followers are easy. One thing he has done mm. is he's, he's given that man, man sleepless nights. Because no matter what, no matter how many followers you get, Every night when you go to bed and you look over to your wife, you're wondering, yo, did she reply to that Drake text? Yo, is she thinking about Drake right now? I know she loves me, but eh? it's one thing for your woman to say, baby, I'll never leave you. Like, I don't care if it's Michael Jordan. I'll never leave you. And for Michael Jordan to holler and be like, yo, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> That, you, know what's, friend, you know what's hilarious? She started posting bags. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then he started, like right now, they're, they're, they're hosting an, an event tonight, which is embarrassing. And the, the flyer for this event, oh, it's, it's a sight for sore eyes. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll say that much. And then he's now selling the I'm here for you, ma, drizzy shirts. Oh, my God. Um, so you might want to cop those before they sell out. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said no matter what every night there's not going to be a night where he's going to sleep peacefully how can how do you sleep peacefully after this there's no there's nothing nothing you can make all the money you want you can have all the followers but you will never know peace nothing she should leave him honestly because why is he trolling celebrities on the internet get a job That's dog a So she has a statement on her Instagram. I'm going to read it for okay. you. Mm, to mm, clear a mm. few things up. I did not no, ask for any of this. You got to do it in a voice, Dan. You got to do it in a voice. What's that? How would I know what a voice is? Come on, Dan. To clear a few things up. I did not ask for any of this. If you actually know me, you know I'm a very 
to myself individual. I did not make my husband troll anybody. I did not make Drake start following me. I did not make y'all start commenting or following. I am not looking to be or hoping to be any kind of celebrity. I know this is all because of a random comment between two grown men, not me. I am very aware this will blow over very fast and I am very okay with that. I do not have a Twitter account. It's fake. I did not make a Reddit post. It's fake. I am very happy with my husband. Please don't get that confused. We have truly enjoyed this ish. It's been hilarious. I am a grown ass woman. Chill out with the angry, hateful messages. I am unaffected, not responding. And you are wasting your time and energy sending them to me. I post about me, my family, my dog, my everyday life. If you like all that, welcome to my page. We happy. We always eat good and we have fun. Y'all's narrative, ain't it? Did you see Did you see how many cheap influencer checks she accepted in the 24 hours span? Uh, go for yeah, it. Her, story, her stories are a disaster. Bro. She's selling <laughs> go for it. Get, get, get the little bag you can get now. Uh, instead of posting her cash app, she's busy posting other people's bags. People are not vision. Like people she, po- no she, post, she posted a photo with wearing less and going out more. Wow. She couldn't, she, like, all you had to do, all you had to do was post your cash app. And that was true. That, that's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, what a stupid, silly story. Uh, okay, anyway. Uh, okay, let's talk about, what else is there to talk about? Um, drama in South Africa. Anyway, this Musa person, whatever. Which person? I want people. Oh, let's talk about Zimura. <laughs> so we got news uh, this week that uh, we have new board members for the Zimbabwe Music Rights Association, better known as Zimura. The Indeed. board members are Albert Nyati, as has been the case for since time immemorial. Janet Manyoa, First Farai, Philip Chipfumbu, Good Child, and Mudiwa Hood. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Huh? Not you. You hating doctors can't keep him down. But did you go to high school with him, Dan? Listen, I'm just a skilled laborer. I don't know anything <laughs> about. <laughs> anyway, so but but are you a professor? Are you a professor of ceremonies? <laughs> I am not. I hope he's listening. <laughs> So this is a very interesting story for several reasons. Number one, obviously, because we are very keen in the music industry itself. So the fact that there's new board members is something to closely watch. Uh, are they knowledgeable board members? Let's let's see what happens. Number two, um, we discussed this briefly yesterday, Philip, that uh, according to the latest news from Zimura, there's 89 million Zimbabwe dollars to be shared among local artists. At today's rate, that comes up to 200 and let's be generous and say $240,000. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? $240,000. Yeah, $240, mm-hmm. The top earning artist will get $700,000. Mm-hmm. At today's rate, that's $2,000 US. And keep in mind, Dan, how often does Zimra pay out? I believe it is every year. Okay, so 2,000 divided by 12. Let's do that maths. It's um, it's $166 a month. Look, it's more than some civil servants. 
Mm-hmm. So those people who were saying good magitare habadare ah in your face. <laughs> On average the artists in the top 20 will get 100,000 Zimbabwe dollars to 200,000. Ah, oh, this yeah. is so bad. Ah. <laughs> So, as a, I think, and I, that figure went off for a lot of people's heads. And then I stopped and I was like, wait, what? This makes no sense. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. What's understood don't got to be said. What's understood don't got to be said. Hmm. But just the top, the, the biggest artist in the country, according to Zimura, earned... $166 a month from their royalties. Hmm. $166 a month over a 12-month period. And right now, your son or your daughter is saying, no, dad, mom, believe in me. I want to be a musician. Okay, I'm, I don't mean that seriously. Please let the people follow their dreams. But yeah, no, the state of music right now is horrible, you know. Ugh. So um I don't know what the solution is but Mudiwa Wood is on the case then as Mudiwa Wood is now on the board so I I I I believe things will change as as the title of his book says shut up and make money Mhm and that's what he's going to do he's he's <laughs> going to make so much money All right there's a lot of stories Philip but I don't think we necessarily bro we can skip a lot of these Ooh, um, shout out to Crystal Palace, who are now sponsored by a Zimbabwean company. Aha, Crystal Palace. Is no, isn't Mukuru South African, Dan? Mukuru is owned by a Zimbabwean name, a Zimbabwean man by the name of Rob. Rob, But isn't, is aren't the headquarters in Cape Town? Mukuru. If you are started by a Zimbabwean and it's got a Zimbabwean name and it operates in Zimbabwe, it's a Zimbabwean company. I mean, come on. Is that how it works? I mean, it's widely recognized as Zimbabwean company. Um, I think it is. I think it is a Zimbabwean company. I think it's also headquartered in Zim, but I, I can't be sure. But I think it is. It's not. It's headquartered in Cape Town. I'm telling you. Uh, are you sure? I'm sure. Mm, I, okay. Let me let me put it this way. <clears throat> The CEO, okay, the CEO of Mukuru, his name is Mukuru. Andy Jury. Yerbu. Yonue. It was founded mm-hmm. by, oh, come on, where's this information, eh? Oh, jeez, bro. Oh, bruh, man, like, lacquer, eh? Honestly. Yeah, uh, bro. Oh. Uh, I, I, Rob, I swear his name's Rob. Maniga. No, Rob, he's a white guy. Rob. Rob. How is Google failing you right now? No, I mean, no, I'm I'm not in Google. I'm in, I'm in I'm in the story. Okay, let me Let me search for the name of his name. Rob Burrell. Rob Burrell. Yes. Mm, Douglas, please edit this part out. <laughs> no, don't edit this. This is live. You must see how the magic is made. Entrepreneur Rob Burrell. Zimbabwean entrepreneur who is also an up and coming musician. Oh, nice. Well, he, he can look forward to the 89 million that Zimra about to disperse. 
Anyway, the point is, um, yeah, Crystal Palace now have a Zimbabwean company, even if it's headquartered outside of Zimbabwe. Um, mm, so are you now a Crystal Palace fan, Dan? I mean, I've been, I've been a, a, a by-the-side fan, you know, because Patrick Vieira and, you know, they're playing some good football, but, uh, you know. Mm. Not, not that bad. I, Speaking I, of which, actually, Bournemouth have just qualified to be in the Premier League, and one of their mm-hmm. star players is Jordan Zemura. Are you, is he about to collect in the Premier League? <laughs> he's a he's a yeah he's a Zimbabwean footballer, and now he's in the Premier League. Jordan Zemura. Mm. So congratulations to Bournemouth for being promoted to the Premier League, and uh, Zimbabwean left back Jordan Zemura, one of their their key players. Mm. Actually, Dan, you know, let's get serious. Let's get serious. So, speaking of Zimbabwean news, you know, Dan, there's been a lot of crime. There's been mm. an influx of crime in the country. It's been a little concerning. It's been scary. Obviously, you spoke about the issues with transport. But one thing I love is our government, I hear to let us know that they've got things out of control. They have their eyes on the ball. They're seeing the bigger picture. You know what I mean? They're dedicated to keeping our streets safe, removing the worst of the worst. You know what I mean? So that, so that we don't become Gotham City. Speaking of, I watched the Batman this weekend, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. The, the last thing we want is like, uh, that, you know, that this crime-laden Gotham. And your boy, Dabaningi, mm-hmm, a man from Mutare, suspected to be the mastermind of a syndicate smuggling second-hand clothes into mm-hmm. Zimbabwe from Mozambique. Edward, or since his last name, has seen his property and trucks worth 500,000 US dollars frozen by the high court until he explained how he occupied them. Wow, Dan. I, for one, applaud this. This This is the real crime. CSI charge office. (laughs) This is what we need here. (laughs) This is CAI Mabero, Pedzanamo, Pedgas. Law and order, special... (laughs) Special Mabero unit. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see those 2019 Cavaliers championship shirts. We're tired. <laughs> We're tired. We're tired of your Mike t- shoes. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Most of these barrels actually be original stuff. It'll just be like, you know, like the championship team that didn't win. It'll be like, like next year, there'll be like a Man City, yeah. a Man City, uh, Man City Champions UEFA Champions. <laughs> or a Real Madrid Champions League shirt. Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm calling mm, it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this man, this I can't is, this wait is for the man to run all over. Ooh, I, I want him to trade on sports top podcast. of Trent. Are we now a sports podcast? No. <laughs> Philip, you know what? If we were to make this podcast about the embarrassing things that our country has done. <laughs> it would be a long podcast. It would be a very long podcast. <laughs> you know what, Dan? And I, for one, Phil, do not want to be known as a person that disparages his own country. <laughs> no. Yeah. Speaking of Dan, you know what? We gotta bring it back. Do you know in the last seven days there's a fifty-eight percent increase in COVID cases? Mm. 
That's that dang Vic Falls Carnival, I tell you. Guys, we're going back into lockdown, bro. I'm tired. <sighs> I, I, I don't think we will get locked down. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. But but yeah, guys, stay safe. Mask up because hey, p- people want to behave like we're not in a, in a Panasonic. Anyway, then let's get let's get on some music. Let's, let's get on, on some, some music. music. There's a bunch of new music I want to share with you. Um, ooh, something new from Anita Jackson. She just sent through to the DMs, but it just came out already. It came out today. It's uh, called "Love Don't Cost a Thing," featuring Ira Star. But I'm confused why it says cover. It's here. with the neighbors i'll be right back Ew, just what are you doing man i'm recording <clears throat> ah yes this is a cover of ira stars and magic song love don't cost a thing oh by so anita jackson <laughs> the word cover in parentheses wasn't the clue well i mean i didn't i just saw the the thing but now i know that's what it is yes well done anita fan of the music but it's a cover. I heard this today and I hadn't heard it before, but it's because Versless came through with Eden Lang to the radio to do an interview to promote this song. I'm like, yo, this song is dope. It's called Don't. Versless and Eden Lang. Check it out. Sign up. I linger in the moment as we touch. But it's like your love is not enough I know that this might be too much We can't last forever Something about the way you move your mouth I can see the words want to come out But maybe you're afraid to make a sound You don't see us together Even if 
Jesus production Like in the stuff He's been putting out recently Like the stuff he did With Shingai And now this She's not too restless man mm. You know Shingai's around Yo I bumped into uh, Gemma's um, Girl from Rari Yo yo Ugh. Do you know Do you know I completely forgot about that Oh no dude. Oh no It's horrible I mean, it was it was a it was a very busy day. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a couple of more new songs that I have. I know you have some as well. There, ooh, let's play. Let's play the one from Pro G. I had already lined up an old intro and everything, but yeah, this is exclusive because it drops. It drops tomorrow. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. But yeah, uh, Pro G hit us up in in, in the domes, and it was like, yo, I've, I've got a new song called Ngenelaini. Um. And it'll be available. It's featuring uh I don't know if it's six the law or V I the law. Is it six the law? V the law. I don't know what to say. I think it's six the law. <laughs> and, and and Don Jovi. I, I guess Don Jovi. And, and Black Synth. So yeah, let, let's listen to Gaini. And you guys let us know what you think. I'm trying to be legend, shout out to the legends, the queens like Brenda Basica. Sandy to the best of Michael Mars, no better than speaking the Formula One. They call me funny, just chilling my sass, my sass, but song no pin on my one. No pin on my one, no pin on my one, my two like 12 villains. Sound of the kingdom, let's go. Sound of the kingdom. My sons, my kids, my boys, show love to your dad, innit? 3,000 times effort prime Andre levels when we stack figures Finest woman in the land with us Only bad, never bad business Yeah, yeah, that's right Only bad, never bad business If you're shooting us the way we're living Then I bet you never seen a bad picture I never drop a bad verse uh-huh. With a Smithy song or a mad feature you know. and I'm most silent Never walk alone cause the game need us Falling harder than a fake preacher My game tighter than a state secret My boss gotta be on top of the charts It's motivation for the game yeah, like Get it lightning, cause want the crown. Get it lightning, get it lightning. Still the man in town. Get it lightning, get it lightning. Yeah, yeah. This my man, this my boss. Trip out H town, trip out yours. Get it lightning, get it lightning, get it lightning. Dan, what do you think? I love it. I love it. I love it. Huh? Any patrons still in the room? Do you like that song? Give us a thumbs up. Wow, look at no, that. Two so many thumbs, thumbs up. So many. Just, there's so many. Two, so many. Two other songs I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I think it could be great to put them as... Okay, maybe one can be the closing song. Do you have any more, by the way? I was going to play Vault's new song. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so I'm going to play Zion Black's new song at the end. Okay. Cool. So in the meantime, I'm going to play St. Flo's new song. Now, St. Flo, as you may know, is uh, Holy Ten's protege. He made Silas Mavende. We played it on this podcast a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, actually. And I have been so surprised by how well that song is done. Silas Mavende. It's, it's done really, like it's sitting on just, what is it, 200, 280,000 views on YouTube. You know, for a, for a first song from a hip-hop artist who, you know... Shout out mm-hmm. to you for doing that. And it's been streaming really well as well, like on Spotify and Apple Music and whatever. But he's got a follow-up single now. It's called Chiedza, which he's just released a video for. Featuring huge, hugely, 
hugely. So that's what we're listening to now. Introspective. Introspective. He says we are all broken. That's how the light gets in. Saint Flow. I think one to watch, actually. I'm subscribing mm. to his channel. Let's check out the new vaults. Oh. Alright, cool. This is called Shamariangu. Sometimes effort do you get in a bus or sugar? Lamba gumbiri, I can say like I try, no, see, I no try, no see. And I always make sure good my words on, I show my damn my actions. But then, can I offunga with a shamari angu with a umi wangu then? Then usa tambe ne bang. Then na usa tambe ne bang. Usa tambe ne bang me uri shamari angu uri umi wangu. Kupa nasi ya usa tambe ne bang. You know, you know, Phil. I was surprised, but not like in a shady way. I don't, I don't mean this in a shady way. But I was quite surprised how, like, a lot of the kids are checking for vaults like that. Yeah, I'm like, all right, do your thing, my man. Yeah, Don't. You know, you know. I think Zim Zim Mibop is at a very interesting time. There's a couple of guys who are just on the cusp. They've captured the youth, and 
I hope they're able to do better. I think actively, Dan, you and I—we're now in positions to help. We've got to be—we've got to—we've we've got to help these youthies. Absolutely, someone else who's getting also a lot of people's attention. Tanto Wavy—he just dropped his Sungura EP, Ama Sungura EP. Oh, it's, it's out actually. I'm, it's out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that. You know so what? I want to play. I'm going to play the one song from there. I'll play Mjolo. He's obviously he's mixing ama piano and sungura, <laughs> hence ama sungura. But I mean, I guess it's like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I was expecting, but yeah, that one's called Mjolo. But the whole EP is out. I think it's got seven songs on it. Tanto Wavy, the ama sungura EP. Go check it out on your streaming platforms. I think I think Tanto no. Wavy has also got he's got a vibe about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love Tanto. I love Tanto. Right, cool. So then, as we said, I'll end with the Zion Black song, the new song. It's called Ndada Iwe, I believe. Yeah, I got it some shout outs. So I, like I said, Dan, I've been having a little tough, a tough time. So I haven't yeah. been keeping up with the emails. And I discovered we have, we have a, a bunch of new patrons. Ah, so lovely. Uh, I don't know if they want a full shout out or not. But uh, I mean, once you sign up for the patron, you've relinquished all rights to privacy, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, guys. We can keep your privacy if you want, but request it so we know, right? Otherwise, yeah, we're so just going to say just, I'll just say the first names, but shout out to the new patrons, Annie. Shout out to Monsters, a.k.a. Simbay. So you did there. Shout out to Munashe. I, I love the fact that Munashe used the, the, you know, the Apple hide my email feature. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the email address is star 5552999999. <laughs> And then shout out to Rigirai, a.k.a. Jacqueline. You guys, thank you so much for hopping on the Patreon. We love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate it because you are going to allow us to buy for that piece of equipment equipment we haven't even paid for yet. Keep in mind, guys, we've bought this piece of equipment from Kandoro. (laughs) You know what he's like. Don't let him embarrass us in front of the people, please. We need your help. Yes, you can be a patron. And honestly, it's the best way to support us. A little bit of money every month helps us to keep the podcast going. Uh, TwoBrokeTumos.com forward slash donate is the easiest place to go. You can select uh, the patron there, uh, Patreon rather, and you can subscribe with whatever amount you feel comfortable with. We think like a good, like a 10 bucks. You know what I mean? It's not even crazy. It's per month. It's like a small amount. You know what I mean? It keeps things going. But if you really want to show appreciation, let's bump it up to 20. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Um, and Old. I've also got to give a special shout out, Dan, to shout out to the women at um, It's Led Podcast. Not only did we have a great meeting with them, but they sent a solid donation for the, the mental wellness work we're doing. 
and shout out to Koli Sile who also sent through a donation. Um, you guys really helped a lot of people. I've already sent them like um, it's it's not we're not a weird spot where, where like there's people who like desperately need assistance, and the moment we get money, it's already like I know where to send it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a good thing where it's also a lot of stress and pressure. But I'm happy that we, we're able to help people now, and it's it's really a dope thing. So thank you guys so much. Um, you re, you you literally are saving lives. So thank you. So, and we did get a we did get a message from uh, Doctor Nurai about someone who is saying thank you very much for helping. And I was one of the people helped by Two Broke Twimbos. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, spoke about how therapy changed her outlook so, and even got support from her family. So one one fact about that very person is they we were able to help them and get them medication thanks to the donations of our patrons. Mm. And because of that, we now have a positive story. So once again, thank you guys so much because the work you guys are doing is literally saving lives. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, the look at has returned. Look, oh, and man, look, look, who's car, look whose car is in. Of course, of course he's in his daddy's car. Huh? You are? Man gets <laughs> small, Doge small daddy. engaged. And like, nah, daddy. I don't hang out with two broke twimbos no more. congratulations buddy oh thank you thank you very much man uh Mm, i see i see i see you're taking dan's courses so in fact this is a testimonial of dan's marriage workshops so we 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 now have one of one of his disciples please tell us the lessons you learned in dan's 72 part marriage counseling program Mm, please You know, I, I, I learned a lot. It's just hard to pinpoint just one thing, but I can tell you this course is worth every single penny I put into it. There you have it, guaranteed, boys and girls. Guaranteed outcomes. If you are currently struggling in love, sign up to my guaranteed relationship marriage course within 72 lessons. Mm. You too, like this man, will get engaged one way or another. You getting engaged. You know, what, you know what I love, Dan? You know what I love when I saw that thing? Black mm. Queen. Black Queen. Black Queen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, man. My brothers, you know, at a time like this, we must uh, build our community. You know, mm. we must keep the love within the community. Mm. That's right. You know, Dan, you know, it made me happy because it, it's clear that he, he fought. I think this is lesson 37 or 38. Um, these mm, parables. 37. Uh, chapter, uh, uh, that was uh, page 134. Okay, okay, so yeah, let, 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 let's cut to it now so we can share it with the congregation. Sister Danielle, when are we going to have a Garvey baby? Lord have mercy, Sister Danielle, you must not have heard me. Sister Danielle wants to have a Garveyite baby with King Kongalicious. Sister Danielle, mm, and she fine too. Look at them. Uh, Sister Danielle, listen, baby, we got to build the nation first. If I give up all my testosterone, I won't have no energy to build the nation. I got to build first, okay? We must build before Mm. the back shots. We must handle the business before the back shots. It is consciousness over the cookies. It is politics over the punani. It is revolution over the romance. Sister Danielle wants to have a baby with King Congalicia. She fine too. Lord have mercy. Might have triplets. But Sister Danielle, (laughs) stay focused, my sister. Understand, overstand, and understand that the building, the nation building must come before the back shots. I said the nation building must come before the back shots. Brothers and sisters, you must stay focused. We must stay focused. We must 
see it. Consciousness. <laughs> consciousness before the cookie, baby. Consciousness before the cookie. And we see you took that lesson to heart, my brother. We applaud you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. I got to say, I was on a, I was on a, I was on a wrong path for a while. I was, uh, mm. following the wrong light <laughs> mm. until I decided until, until I took the, until I took the lessons from my brother, Dan. Mm-hmm. Brother Dan showed me the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys really want to you want to run with this for a bit. <laughs> anyway, the reason you are here. The reason you are here, my man's. I believe it was a year and a half, two years ago, somewhere around there. You hopped on and you're defending. You're defending your crypto bros. You're defending your Silicon Valley shopping. <laughs> and I was asking questions. I was like, my man's. The oh. fundamentals aren't fundamentally. And you're like, no, this yeah. is the future. The centralized finance is the future. It's the immutable ledger. It's going to change everything. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Let's talk. It's been a long 18 months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, NFTs or you- NFDs. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say, I can say for sure. Um, NFTs, I was never like, I was never a hundred percent sure. And I, the idea made sense. The fact that if you put it on, uh, if all these transactions are put on a ledger and if you are able to Simba, verify, Simba, we don't need, we don't need a breakdown. We, we want Simba, to I'm sorry. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I was wrong. No, no. <laughs> let me read the headline. Let me read the headline. This is from a reputable organization called the independent in the UK. The headline is NFT sales plummet 92% as market collapses. Decline in interest comes as Elon Mm. Musk mocks NFTs. Mm, Interesting. Sales of non-fungible tokens have fallen 92% since September, according to new data analysis by the website. Non-fungible. First cited by the Wall Street Journal. The blockchain blockchain was, was... really stronger than the nfts themselves the idea of the blockchain was stronger than nfts 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 in terms of like mm. these jpegs and things th- things that are flying around it didn't take very long for phil i will give you all the credit in the world mm. you within two days of our podcast were sending me messages like brah i just i just uh, took a screenshot of this jpeg how is it worth this much which was uh, it made sense <laughs> that argument made more sense to me but the idea of the ledger still Not to YouTube, me i bro. think i think <laughs> <laughs> no dad I, and nfts are a scam and that that i knew and, and, and you're definitely right i think the blockchain has potential like there's so much potential for it but the problem i feel is it's a it's a solution looking for a problem because all the examples that have that have come to light they don't make sense like recently we um i think it was um what's that country where they they have like full um digital passports um lithuania lithuania and and, and other places were talking about this would be great for for car registries and home registries for 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 the for the ledger right and but then because of gas fees shout out to ethereum because gas fees are so high and the, and and we're now reaching. I think we're now left with a thousand Bitcoin before we've 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 maxed them out. Um, the cost of the transaction and the time of the transaction is so high. You've got to start asking yourself, okay, what is the issue with the traditional ledger? And the traditional ledger is 
someone might have written it incorrectly or they might not write it at all. So we went digitally. So now there's digital records with databases that anyone can access. And even in there, the fail point there is someone does not add that information to the ledger. But now we've got a small problem because what percentage of cars or homes bought are misappropriated in the grand scheme of things? And even if they are, how many of those cases fall through the cracks where there's no insurance, there's no recourse, there's there's no way back? And then the flip side yeah. is, let's, let's do the blockchain when the costs are incredibly high, it's hard to access, and there's a massive barrier to entry. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think the costs, and I, I I believe you're talking about the energy costs. The energy costs are, are extremely high in yeah. terms of processing Bitcoin, particularly. I think Ethereum makes makes that make a little bit more sense. Um, and I, I, ah, I guys, in terms ah, of NFTs ah, being, ah, you guys, yeah, yeah, you, you guys, Mufunirana. Line, bottom line, bottom line, NFTs, yeah, but I did, yeah, blockchain technology, blockchain yeah, technology. That's, what you I stole, say, I stole but that's all you gotta say, man. <laughs> so that being said, I, 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 are you investing in the death row uh, NFT when it drops? <laughs> Um, no, I'm not investing in the death row NFT, but I will say to go back to the other side where I'm much more uh, adept uh, on when it comes to the actual market. The market has also crashed big time. Like all these tech companies have crashed. They're down like 70, 80 percent, like the big the big tech companies. Mm. Those I would absolutely mm. say if you're in if you have the ability to buy in those make absolute sense if there's companies that have good like fundamental structures that's not a scam mm. nfts on the other hand uh <laughs> be warned mm-hmm. and wait a minute D- didn't, didn't didn't first quarter results just come out what a what a coincidence mm-hmm. that when first quarter uh financials are announced all these companies crash what a weird coincidence <laughs> well i mean you can go company by company i don't know if daniel let us go on it a little bit uh but I think the tough thing, <laughs> the, Simba, the hardest Simba. thing is interest rates. Uh, interest rates, interest rates have gone up. The the Fed, mm. the Fed increased the oh rate. Yeah. So, so speculation goes down when interest rates are up. We were in a bubble. Not, you know, we were in a bubble, anything. ladies and gentlemen. And at some point, everything has to come crashing down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the speculation nation was too much. It's these Democrats; they put too much cash oh, in the hands of poor people. These Joe poor people Biden, are driving the I price mean, inflation up. is at levels we have inflation. never seen we, before. We need austerity. We need austerity. Everything is going up. Fuel is going up. Rent is going up. Groceries are going up. Pressure and stress right is going up. Inflation here and everywhere. <laughs> Listen, Simba, you caught us as we were, we were literally signing out. We had already done the. Ah, <laughs> first of all, you guys are shortened. You know, I'm I'm here on behalf of all the patrons that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. You guys have decided to start shortening your episodes. But my episodes are good. I gotta say, I got What what is an ideal length of podcast for you, Simba? What would be ideal that it's not too long that you get tired, but it's not too short that you feel mm-hmm. shortchanged? What's the ideal length? Well, you know, the thing is, the thing that I love about 2BT... <laughs> this thing is trying to limit it himself. <laughs> the, 
quality, the quality of the product that you guys produce, make it so that no matter how long the episode is, it grows by way too fast. So, you know, as I'm going to start a union for the uh, for the Patreon. That's a trick of the <laughs> entertainment, just- Simba. It's just we always make it seem the key, as they say in entertainment. You know what the number one, the, like the, the golden rule of any entertainment you got to leave them wanting mm. more. You always leave them wanting mm. more. So you have to feel well, like it's too short. The moment you start thinking, yeah, this is the right length, then we have a mm. problem. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? now that downwards. goes for podcast <laughs> listeners. It also goes for women. The moment a woman <laughs> says this is the right length, why new Ramga? Literally, literally. Yeah, as, as Phil said, you got to leave them wanting more. <laughs> so Boy, that's not reason, <laughs> baby. <laughs> But I will say, for those that are not, look, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna help you finish it this way. For those people that are listening that have not been on Patreon, Patreon, and those that, that have not sent money through PayPal or gone to the website, just a direct, a direct donation. I guarantee, if we increase the income, the output. Okay, well, I, 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 I didn't work on that. No, Mark. we get you, my brother. No, you hold on. Look, as long as the outcome is income, I hear you, my brother. I hear you. If the outcome is income, then how come we're not making it longer? We will become the podcast you want us. So basically, what I'm saying is, if outcome equals income, we become. How come? That's right. That's if, right. Uh, if, if you've been if you've been freeloading, uh, please just uh, a couple a couple cents, dollars, mm. hundreds here and there. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll n- take n- it. now that you're here, Simba, we actually you're leading the chat. Yeah. So uh, we yeah. recently bought a piece of equipment, but we haven't paid for what it. Which is a strong course. word. We have acquired pending payment. <laughs> mm. um, You'll be happy to know that we bought it from show, 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 show me the piece of equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me the, the Let me get it for you. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise, it's fungible or it's a non fungible. <laughs> no, it's not a picture of an ape. <laughs> Yo, but guys, no, but Simba, Simba, when the story of who owns the Board Aid Yard Club came out, I mean, really, that's when people should have. Anyway, oh, when Paris Hilton started pushing <laughs> NFTs. And we now cut to camera one where we see Dan Dubé modeling a lovely piece of equipment that will allow us to podcast better. Simba, once again, please remind the patrons and the listeners why they need to donate so that we can now plug it in. Because he gave us the device and he kept the power cable because that is pending payment. So like until we get the rest of the money, we can't turn it on. Actually, you know why this is interesting, Simba? We got this from King Kandoro. So for those of you who were hoping there was going to be another episode of Sadza in the morning, we now have his equipment. <laughs> we got your man's equipment. <laughs> we got your man. So if you were thinking, I'm going to save some of this money to donate, to buy a couple of coffees for Sadza in the morning. I mean, you may as well hop on Patreon. <laughs> With Elon Musk, Elon, the podcast game. Elon what you saying? If you no, thought Elon was there, to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, seriously. Oh, we, I st- you know what? You know what, Phil? Mm-hmm. I got to call my fiance after this. You know what I'm saying? So we got to wrap Ooh. this up. No, my brother, don't you love that? Don't you love that word? We, as men, we gotta embrace that word. It's, we have to. Embrace I now that. understand yeah. 
why women love Beyonce so much. Just saying that, mm. like that, you know, like fiance. It just rolls off the tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like fiance. It feels right. It feels right. It how's feels how's right, the planning man. going, dog? Well, because uh, you know, partly because of the inspiration that I take from my mentor, Danny. Uh, we're actually going to be doing it in Cape Town. We're going to be coming down to Cape oh, Town to get married, bro. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Breaking news, breaking news. Do we have the announcement of a double wedding? Dan, you've been complaining about expenses. All you need to do is piggyback Simba's wedding. Sorted! Then you had already. Put in my chair. Can you add, can you add 230 more chairs? Just on the back, you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> hey, and then we have a patron's corner. We need a patron's corner as well. I don't like the direction this conversation's going. <laughs> I okay, guys, seriously. You know, you know, you know, you know for sure you guys will both be on the invite list. I'm I'm If I'm not sitting next to your father, I'm not I don't even know, I don't know the men. <laughs> two two and a half hour episodes. Are you, are you sitting next to Madam right now? Did she just look at you when you said you both invited? She was like, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, we're good. We're good. No, actually, TV2 wait, must wait, be wait, Dan, what's this? What's this? Simba, who's emceeing your wedding? Uh, you know what? Uh, we are in talks right now. Let's talk offline. <laughs> Bam. See? Bam. You see? How serendipitous that you joined this call right now. My brother. My brother. All right. No, no. Seriously. Let's wrap, let's, let's wrap this up. I want to wrap up this call. It feels good, man. And uh, yeah, for, for those that are, for those fellas that are out there that are scared to take the leap, you know, do it. Do it. Iowa, you, can only give, um, you can only give that advice after you get married, my man. Well, no, I, well, I'm selling, I'm selling the honeymoon. You can go and sell the rest of it. Kind of, kind of, since you're ahead of me by a little bit, uh, but I'll sell the honeymoon and say it's good. We, we've got another, <laughs> we've got another patron in the chat right now who unfortunately can't talk because he's at work, but he says he feels very honored to also receive your invite. So very, very nice Simba. <laughs> hey, Mr. Ben, Mr. Ben. I'm in a moment Cape Town. Let's do it. Ah, word up, word up, word up. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I this is this is great catching up. Congratulations again, Simba. Once again, putting putting consciousness over the cookie. Make sure he's building. Because we've got to build the kingdom. Push and P. Why have I stopped saying that? I need to put that in my intro. Mm. Push and P, baby. Oh, my girl. My girl hates my girl. Every day, bro. I'm like, baby, you gotta push P. Where the hell did you get that? I need to keep in mind we we push a piece and we push a pee. Mm. Push a pee. Mm. <laughs> Pour the party, push and pee. All right. Um, I, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we've already said our goodbyes. This was a, a nice addendum. Yeah, and and Simba gave you the lowdown on how to donate. I think we covered all, all, all the angles. It's a PS. We're gonna end it with a brand new song from Zion Black. I used to be a huge fan of Zion Black. Uh he'd just been quiet for so long, so I'm excited that he's back with a new song. It's called Dada Iwe. If you remember the days of what was the name of that music, Philip? Dubstep. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Our very own Zimbabwe. Sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded like a, a car crash, but like with no leather inside. So <laughs> our very own Zimbabwean uh, Zion Black was making some dope dubstep songs. He went quiet for a while and now he's back. So we'll we'll end with with that song. 
Uh, it's Zion Black and Itirakana Dada Iwe. But yeah, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, another episode of Two Broke Twimbles is in the can. We'll catch you again next week. We out. <laughs> Cheers, fellas. Ah